Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, super intelligent, wonderful <laughs> Disney Plus loving wife and co-host, <laughs> Michelle. Thank you, sweetie. Hi, everybody. We you're do so sweet. All, oh, you're the sweet one. Uh, we do all love Disney Plus very much. Yeah. And that's going to play very much into today's episode, which is exciting. It is? Yeah. I, I hope you have the notes. <laughs> I have lists, but I hope it's the right list. <laughs> we'll see. Wait, did you say lists? Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment here. Uh, thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there... You can sign up for our newsletter. Yes, please sign up for our newsletter. We have lots of stuff going out there for you every single week, yet we don't clog up your inbox. It's just one newsletter sent out virtually every week, usually on Tuesdays once in a while on a Wednesday, but usually on a Tuesday. It's just kind of a way to stay more in touch with what we got going on. Right. We just love to share some things with you and let you be in the know ahead of time. And we don't do anything else with that email address. We do not. We don't uh, share it or anything. Nope. Nope. But we do like to share with you on social media. We like mm-hmm. to be active on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We do have a YouTube channel. Hopefully you're watching some of these videos, some of these videos of these episodes on YouTube because we put a lot of extra content out there and just have a good time. And it's kind of, I think sometimes it's just fun to see people talking rather than just listen to people talking. Right, hopefully. (laughs) It is for her. I don't know about my case. Although it is, the hair continues to grow. You can keep judging it week in and week out and see how far it gets. Yeah, Uh, I don't know how much longer I'm going to keep this thing, but it's still growing for right now. So uh, if you want to find us on YouTube, just do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. It'll come right up. Hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we have a new video. If you ever want to connect with us for any reason, you can always hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we love hearing from you. We love people who share responses to some of the things that we do put Mm -hmm. out in the newsletter. And uh, if you ever have questions, as I mentioned in the past, just let us know if there's something we've talked about that we either haven't covered significantly or you just happen to have a question or, uh, you know, you want us to cover something. Yeah. We always like to have some some topic to go in depth in research. Especially if she does. <laughs> love the re- research. Me with the research, not so much. But Michelle with the research, she's great at it, as you probably already know. By the way, we are recording this episode on Saturday, November what? 7th. Saturday, November 7th, 2020. Normally we record on Sunday, so why are we recording on Saturday? I don't know. Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> well, to start off with, tomorrow on Sunday, November 8th, we're going to be recording a fun episode yeah. with the Monday Morning Monorail Yay! family Can't on wait. their show. And that's going to drop on Monday on the 9th of November. We're going to be talking all about Disney Cruise with them. So that's nice. exciting. We always kind of feel with the monorails that usually our episodes drop somewhere on Sunday afternoon. Theirs drop Monday morning. We kind of feel it's like the one-two punch of right? Disney podcast <laughs> starting your week every week. And this will be especially true this week with uh, us being on you know on their yeah. show. Yeah, we're so honored to be able to be invited to participate in their show again. They're wonderful. We have a great time and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, the other reason why we're recording today, well, it just 
it just felt like a really good day to record today. For yes. some reason, it just feels like a really good day. <laughs> it does. It does. Happiness. So, yes. It's just a very good day. Also, it's a very good day because we're recording tonight with Pat and Charles I on the Conversations <laughs> podcast. Um, that show's dropping sometime later within the next few weeks. Don't know exactly when, but we're recording a fun little episode with them. That we're, We always have a great time with Pat and Charles as well. I know. Tons of laughs. Um, they are. They, they also put out a wonderful podcast cast and and they're really fun people to be with and so we're i'm looking forward to it yeah. tremendously yeah so it is a really really great day it's Yay. just a great day that's all i can say it's a really really great day so uh as far as other stuff we have going on for you we are closing out another category in our hyperion adventures mm-hmm. disney hall of fame nominations so hopefully you got your uh your, your nominations into us by now. We have one more category to go before we go to our final ballot. And by the way, oh. we're going to give a little break in between the last nominations and the final ballot because some of you may be a little bit of ballot out at this point. Right. But <laughs> we're just going to go ahead and move on. Uh, for today's category, uh, it was Best animated character now that could be from pixar that can be from disney whatever you prefer and uh we do have our list of finalists first but we're going to give you our list of uh, our five ish uh favorites <laughs> as well so michelle we always start with michelle she has the very best list along with her best <laughs> research best tips everything else but let's get to michelle's list of her favorite or best animated characters i did stick with five this time because there might be another You've done list. really well, actually. With I'm the one who cheats a lot I know. with this. You're the one who actually can, tends to stay with the five on this one. So I can neither confirm nor deny that one of my other lists for today might have an extra. I still don't like that you have lists <laughs> for today, but we'll continue <laughs> on. Yes. Okay. So uh, Tiana from Princess and the of Frog. Course, yeah. You know, and Wonderful. this is no particular order. Mm-hmm. Um, um, barley, barley, barley. <laughs> From onward. Right. Barney yeah. Lightfoot. Uh-huh. Uh, and of course, my girl, Candace. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Candace. Candace may come up today in another part of our show. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I can't wait. Um, Max, Goofy's son. I, it's, you know, uh, one of the underrated that mm-hmm. we don't talk about a lot, but I, I know that he's really popular and especially when he shows up, uh, whether it be in, in a park or on the cruise line, you know, people just really love Max well, and, and so do I. Yeah, and Goofy is already in our Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. He was grandfathered in last year as our inaugural class. Right. Wouldn't it be great to get Max in there yeah. so they could be doing the eye-to-eye dance there together <laughs> That's in right. our Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame? Absolutely. <laughs> so, perfect. And uh, the fifth one they put on the list was Hector from uh, Coco. Oh, I love Hector. Yeah. Oh, that's a great choice. Thank oh, you. Very nice. So it's it's hard to narrow. Michelle's but. list, always the best list. Wow. I didn't completely narrow mine. Mine yeah. is a couple more than five. Hmm. Okay, yeah. let's hear them. So um, in, no, in no particular order, uh, Moana. I think yeah. is a strong, strong Disney princess and right. wonderful and just fun. I love Moana very much and mostly the music of Moana. Right. Because there's somebody who's written the music of Moana. <laughs> uh, Baymax, Baymax, you yeah. know, Baymax is right behind us. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, Baymax had to make it right. for me. Uh, well, hashtag real men do love Frozen. <laughs> I knew there would so, be a Frozen character. Uh, how least. about Anna Elsa Kristoff Olaf Sven? <laughs> They all made it into my nominations. <laughs> Maybe there's just one they just kind of blurred uh, together to right? make it in, right? It's so, a blur, sir. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, 
and Rapunzel, you know, mm-hmm. also hashtag right. real men love tangled, yes. in my opinion. And Wally. I love Wally oh, to yeah, death. Wally right. needed to That's a uh, good be one. on my well, list. They're all good, but they, well, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Uh, so here are our finalists. These will all be on our final ballot when it comes out here in a, a few weeks. Uh, we'll start with, and these are in alphabetical order. Baymax did make hey. the list. Buzz Lightyear from, of course, the Toy Story right. franchise is going Good. in. Elsa is up for yeah. nomination. Uh, Moana did make it. Yes. Olaf, of course. Everybody loves Olaf. I'm seeing a little pattern here. Yeah. Uh, judge um, having some discretions here. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, Pumbaa is, oh, yeah. is on the list. Yeah, right. uh, Rapunzel did make it. Remy from Ratatouille. Oh, cool, yes, cool. He's, uh, he's, he's out there. Stitch. Stitch mm-hmm. is a fan favorite for sure. He's there. Uh, Sven did make <laughs> the, the final ballot. Tiana did Yay. make it. Yay, Tiana. Uh, Timon, of course, he can't have... Pumba, if you don't right. have Timon on there. Uh, Tinkerbell uh, oh, made sure. it in. Wow. Yeah, Tinkerbell. Can't believe I didn't think of her on. Yeah, well, you are Tinkerbell. So. <laughs> uh, Wally did make it. And finally, another one that I'm surprised Michelle didn't think of, Winnie the Pooh. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh is on our final ballot. So that'll be coming up uh, later this uh, month. And we have a new category, a new classic category, the final category that we'll have coming up. Wow, we've been doing these for months now. So it'll be good to kind of wrap that part up and get to finally our final ballot. And we're still putting together our little uh, prize package we're going to give to somebody mm-hmm. who ends up voting on that final ballot. Yeah, and we'll I let you know more about something this week to add to that. Ooh, so. that's exciting. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll tell you all about that as we get closer to that final ballot. So as for this week, lots of stuff for you. Well, some stuff for you. Actually, <laughs> it's been a slow week. Uh-huh. I wonder if there's been something else going on that has kind of taken up the headlines this yes. week. But I do have something for you outside of our main topic. And, and that is, uh, we now know when you'll have your chance to do a little holiday shopping at Disney California yeah, Adventure yeah. Park. So that's exciting. We'll talk all about that. But let's get to our main topic of the week. So yeah, if you didn't know, Disney Plus is turning one year old this week in just a few days. November 12th, I believe, is the date. I think that's right. Yeah, so in just a few days, uh, we will be celebrating one full year of Disney Plus. And so we kind of wanted to go over some of the stuff that is the great things we've watched over the the last year of Disney Mm -hmm. Plus and uh, look ahead at what's to come. And what a great thing. I mean... I mean, we knew Disney Plus going in when we first heard about that it was coming and we heard more about it. And as we progressed to it, the D23 Expo 2019 Mm -hmm. saw a bunch of stuff on it and everything. We knew that was going to be great. But I mean, we had no idea what was coming this year. Right. And thank goodness for Disney Plus this year. Right, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen? Oh, man. Of all years to, to really need something that had a lot of content. Yeah. And we honestly, I mean... We watch some stuff on Netflix. Mm-hmm. We have well, sometimes on uh, on uh, Prime Video. We right. watch some stuff on there and a few other services as well on regular TV, of course. But continuously, what we our go to most nights um, or whenever we're watching right. is Disney Plus. Yes. We go there first and find stuff that we want to watch. And there's so many great shows, so many great movies, so many great moments that have happened this year. Yeah. So that's so you don't have a list. I have. You don't it, have two lists. 
Did I'm, I not hear directions correctly? I or was I list. not paying attention to you? I have a list. I have two. Okay. Well, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> so here's what, like I said, what we're going to do uh, today is we're going to look back at the year that was and mm-hmm. list. This is the one I know of. We're going to list our five favorite Disney originals that came out this okay. year that we enjoyed. Shoot, so we're one. going to have that one. Uh, and then we're going to look forward at, we also have some listener input, by the way. Thank you for everybody yes. who chimed in. Uh, and then we're going to look forward at what's to come in year two, kind of what we're looking forward to. Uh, didn't, Isn't that a list? Apparently that's a list for Michelle. <laughs> Top five? <laughs> I, 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 okay. I have some things listed, but I don't have an official list. So we'll just kind of go through that and we'll see how that goes. But All right. maybe Michelle can lead us through that since she actually has a top five <laughs> list. So that's kind of cool. So, um, but this will be a lot of fun. Now, when we decided to do these uh, five favorite lists of originals that came mm-hmm. out during the year, I thought it probably best if we went ahead and excluded the Mandalorian right. from the list. Not because it's bad, no, and just the opposite. Right. Because it's amazing, it's wonderful. We love it so very much that we know it would be on the top of both right, of our lists. Right. You know, given. yeah, and so you know that would that frees. You know, I know we cheat a lot and add extra shows. <laughs> uh, that frees up an extra spot on our list. But just know the Mandalorian is. I, I don't know if you think this, but I think it's the best thing that's been on Disney Plus. Yeah, the I last th- year. yeah, I think it it really hits a lot of different things th- with the genre that it has, and uh, it, you know, we could go on and on about it, but y- yeah, I think it it it's such a strong show. Yeah, and you know, a lot of people, even you know that people I work with or whatever that I talk to, and even people who are not necessarily Star Wars fans. Um, really love this show as well. And, and and I hear a lot of people like, yeah, if it wasn't for The Mandalorian, I might drop Disney+. Right. Plus. So um, I, I do think it, it really is something that is substantial for that um, platform of Disney+. Plus. Agreed. Sure. Agreed. It's, it, it's, it's huge mm-hmm. and everybody loves it. I haven't heard anybody. There are some people that will complain about certain aspects of certain episodes or, or certain aspects of the show or certain episodes that they don't like quite as much or they find they're a little meh or if or they whatever. kill off any more lovable people <laughs> characters that. uh but but uh, i haven't heard any most people just love it and mm-hmm. think it's great you know like i said does it have some speed bumps occasionally in some people's opinion i haven't found that but there are some people that right. kind of feel that way and that's understandable but uh, i we just think it's great and one of the best things not only on disney plus but mm-hmm. in on television right, right. right now it's yes. fantastic um i also included in the disney gallery the mm-hmm. mandalorian just because it again it would have been right up there because right. it's amazing if you haven't watched it go check it out it gives you a whole nother another look within the mandalorian and so much in-depth um, as far as the technology, the casting, the directing, um, you know, the lore, Star Wars lore, Star Wars right. Easter eggs that are in there. It's just one, a wonderful, wonderful peek inside the Mandalorian. Right. It really helps you enjoy the Mandalorian show even better because there might be some things that you just didn't realize that the directors had incorporated. Um, like you said, some Easter eggs. You might have missed some, although I think they do try to be quite obvious and point things out actually right. in some regards um but yeah it, it just helps you appreciate the show that much more and and you can go back and watch it again mm-hmm. and like oh yeah i forgot about that and i see how important that is well there's a lot of things that pop up throughout star wars that if you've watched you know everything that star wars mm-hmm. you probably recognize but as you were just discussing there's plenty of people who are watching the mandalorian that weren't necessarily
necessarily Star Wars fans. Right. So, you know, this gives you, you it opens up some things. And then when you see it again, when you rewatch these seasons, right. um, then you're like, oh, so that's what that refers to mm-hmm. or whatever. And you might get a, a, an extra kick out of it. Right, so, right. Um, one other thing I decided that we're going to keep off of this is as well is Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because again, that would have been right up there at the right, top of right. our list. Yeah, that um, would have been our top three right there for both of our probably, lists. <laughs> right. So that pretty much you know limits what we could do. We love Hamilton very much. It was a Broadway show long before it came to Disney Plus and was originally supposed mm-hmm. to be in theaters. We are thankful that Disney Plus was there to be able to allow us, yes. especially during this time of year or this this what's going on in our world, to watch it. We've watched it over and over again. It still doesn't get old for us. Right. Um, and we're glad it's there but we just decided okay let's keep it off the list because again like you said michelle it's just going to dominate our list all three of those things right exactly so let's actually get to the real list here and we as always with any of our lists we always start with michelle one because she's wonderful gorgeous (laughs) spectacular so smart just so lovable uh but she also has the very best list so let's get to michelle's number five favorite thing from year one of disney plus all right um you're very kind, and and I I suspect we're gonna probably have some things oh, that I, are I can't, similar. I, yeah, I can't imagine them on our list. Actually, yeah. Um, but my number five, and I, I I say that because I think this one might be on your list is uh, Into the Unknown, the making of Frozen Two. Uh, it really was intriguing to see. Uh, and I guess the best word I can think of is vulnerable. That story was, mm-hmm. and how it came together. And it just amazed me because it's like if asked ahead of time, like, how did this roll out? That's not at all the, the process. And I don't want to ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen it. If you haven't seen it, it really is interesting to see uh, a large company with a major production going underway, such as that, you know, sequel movie and the like you're talking about some with Mandalorian, some speed bumps or some issues and some. Um, conflicts, etc., and missing pieces. It, it just was like phenomenal to see that happen that way. Agreed. And uh, this is the rare time we're going to match up. Uh, that's my number five as well. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. Uh, it, it, like you said, uh, just a great glimpse into how mm-hmm. these films are created. Uh, yeah, it's not, you, you kind of feel like, oh yeah, we have this great music. It's, it's going to go. It's going to, you know, we'll, we'll, we just have to get them to record it. Right. Do the animation. It's great. We know what we're doing. No, there were some creativity, some stresses right down to the very last few months right. of, uh, uh, of, you know, of uh, making this film. Even down to like, you know, uh, we were at, and part of it is uh, a, a glimpse at it at the D23 Expo mm-hmm. 2019, which was in August. And this film came out in November of 2019, I right. believe, if I'm not mistaken on that. So just a couple months. And they still said, we're not done. Right. We have a lot that we still need to do. So, you know, that they just had a couple months to go there. So exactly. I mean, it was just a really cool glimpse into what is goes into creating you know, a film that actually ended up becoming a mega blockbuster right. and one of my favorite films, one of your favorite mm-hmm. films. Uh, so great. And it's also where I made my Disney Plus That's debut. That's true. That's true. You are on Disney Plus. I am. I'm on Disney Plus. One of the more reasons I love Disney Plus. <laughs> well, really, it's my back and like my sh- my shoulder, back of my head, like an elbow, I think. <laughs> If Definitely you look, caught you. If so. you look at the Michelle actually pinpointed it. She's like, "That's you," and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> 
blocking so me, leaning like forward, almost, no, no, it wasn't intentional. Yeah. Yeah. What probably happened, we discussed this afterwards, is that Michelle probably had the seat where I was. That's <laughs> true. And because Michelle is vertically challenged, <laughs> um, sometimes we end up swapping seats, sometimes multiple times, depending on who's <laughs> sitting in front of her or what her view is of the stage. And what probably happened there, because it happens all the time, is that she probably moved over until right. I ended up getting my back of my head and my shoulder <laughs> in, the, in this. But if you look at the YouTube video, I will put up the uh, the piece of it where you can encircle where you can find right. it. It's not like it's easy to see. Like I said, yeah. Michelle pinpointed, I didn't see it at all. And then we stopped and looked and there it was. So, but anyway, it, you know, yes, I'm gonna, <laughs> but this is all about hashtag real men love frozen too. And it's right. just, it's so great to real see. Real men it. love frozen too or real men love yes. frozen Two. Yes. Also. Also. Yes. And two. <laughs> um, we do love both. <laughs> um, it, it's just a great glimpse into it. And if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend it. It's really, really strong. And obviously, Michelle recommends mm-hmm. it yeah. as well. So that's both of our number fives. Hell. Yes. That's crazy to think I about. I know. That. It might be a first. I, I think it's. No. Well, first is number fives. I think we've matched up some other numbers, but I think right, it's the first right. time we've yeah, ever matched first, up a number right, five. Right from yeah. the get go. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's get to number four. Michelle's number five. Four favorite Disney Plus movie show or moment from year one. Okay, this one surprised me that it was going to be something that I, one that I would watch, you know, more than the first episode. Um, but Earth to Ned. Yeah, I just uh, you know when we we didn't watch it for the longest time, and it was almost more like all right, let's try to give you know what's this? I've heard some people really you know um, tweet out that they liked it, yeah. etc. And it was such a, it was a gem to find. Yeah, I agree. Like everybody else, we were just at home, you know, we're looking for things to watch. Let's face it. There's, <laughs> we're st- and we're like, okay, well, what's this? You know, it's from Jim Henson's, mm-hmm. you know, it's a Henson company. It's Jim Henson's son. It's right. basically done by the Muppets, uh, you know. So we're like, well, let's give it a shot and see what it's like. We'll watch one episode. You know, if we like it, great. If we don't, you know, we'll just move along. Right. And we fell in love with it right away. Right. It was great. Yeah. I mean, the first episode was cute, but then they just kept getting better, mm-hmm. you know, and they, they really got into a groove. And, you know, it is a, if you haven't seen it, it's it's a, a comical kind of farce on talk shows. You know, you have Ned, who's an alien. And, well, I guess a lot of them are alien, alien cast. Right. Um, but they do bring in humans to interview. And... Um, they they brought in some really great interesting people and it it was unique and funny and it was i think a great uh, way to, to portray something like that right it's a little you know late night talk show right. it's a little muppets it's a little Mork and Mindy to date myself. Yes. You know, there's a little Mork and Mindy aspects right. into it. If you know, if you watched it, you may know what I'm talking about there. But um, just an enjoyable show and full of laughs and, and, and it's just kind of fun. Right. You know, I'd give it a, you know, if you haven't seen it, just check it out. You give may not love it as much, but, right. but you might like it. And, you know, it's something that... You know, it has some comedy and references that adults would appreciate, but it has the look and feel of the Muppets in some regards that kids would like it as well. So. Right. It's a, it's a good choice. It didn't make my list. It made in my honorable mentions, though, ah, for sure. okay. So, uh, so. But a uh, very good choice. Thank I, you. I really like that show. So you're number four. My number four is The Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom, which we're still oh. in the midst of. Mm-hmm. We're still watching. We're only, uh, you know, what, are we five, six episodes right. in now, whatever it is. Um, but I've really enjoyed that show very much. I mean, one, it's got Josh Gad narrating. And who doesn't love Josh Gad? Right. Hashtag real men love Frozen. <laughs> uh, but also, you know, it's just this great 
peek backstage at uh, you know all these animals from the Animal Kingdom and from you know the the seas with Nemo and friends from right. Epcot, you right. know, um, and just uh, how these cast members take care of them, and you know, and how much many of them really seem to love the right. fall in love. They, they become family members in so many regards, and it's just it's just so really cool to to watch that happen. How yes. all this unfolds, get to know these animals, get to know many of these cast mm-hmm. members mm-hmm. in at least a little bit of a way, and um, it just you know and we've mentioned it many times. We are. You know, we have no problem with Disney's Animal Kingdom, but we're, it's not our favorite park. We right. enjoy it. We go when we have multiple days there usually, and you know, we love Kilimanjaro safaris mm-hmm. and everything. But because of the fact that we live in San Diego and we have great zoos down here in a, a similar place in the San Diego Zoo Safari Park, um, we get animals around here right. very, in, in a really uh, strong way. So, you know, maybe we don't appreciate Disney's animal kingdom as much as others do. Right, right. But, you know, this, knowing that now you can pinpoint animals and say, oh, that's so-and-so, <laughs> or that is such, and possibly some of the cast members, um, just it, it brings it more to life for us. And, sure. you know, it'll make it that much more joyous the next time we visit. That's very good. All great points. It also made my list actually much higher. Ooh. It actually was number two on my list. Yeah. yeah. And maybe because, one, it's very fresh in my mind because it's something that you know, is newer in, in the realm of Disney originals. Um, and how I much, you know, for me, I love edutainment anyways. So, you know, a show that, that is entertaining, but provides you some real insights to things and, uh, always personally intrigued with backstage Disney anyways. Um, but it's, it is funny that you get to, we're seeing some of the, some of the caretakers over and over and you kind of start to feel like, you know, them a right. little bit or that you would probably recognize them if, if you saw them in the parks and in things like that. So yeah, I think it's, it's great quality production, uh, of the information that they give and, uh, it, you know, it's so lovely. Yeah. I'm also tremendously impressed every time we see one of the veterinarians come out there, Dr. Right. Dan, Dr. Or, yes. yeah. um, they're just, you know, the fact that they can treat all these animals, they're so different. Right, right. It's always amazing to me. It's one thing, you know, yeah, to be a veterinarian in any neighborhood, yes, you have to know a lot of different animals. But right. I mean, there are so many different animals that you got to know, including the sea animals, you know, sure. out there that it's it's always impressive to see them work on uh, these various different types, these various different species, mm-hmm, essentially. Mm-hmm. So cool, cool. So that's my number four. Michelle, what is your number three? favorite thing of year one from disney plus all right so here's where i had a challenge it was couldn't separate these two in terms of being number three so i did put a three a and three b this time because it's like okay which one should go higher and i really couldn't figure it out and so uh three a is the imagineering story ah yeah you know i mean that really has some intriguing information it really is good um you know it really again helps it gives you information that can help you appreciate some of things that you see in the parks or some of the other experiences that the company uh, provides and it's just intriguing and and some of the history and the whys of things so it to me i found it riveting 
Yeah, agreed. And this is my number two, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, is the Imagineering story. Uh, totally enjoyed the journey, the history of mm-hmm. Disney uh, and the Disney parks and Disney in general. And of course, the Imagine- even Disney Cruise Line. They go and discuss a little bit right. about the uh, development of Disney Cruise Line as well. Uh, loved all the stories about our favorite parks, favorite attractions. And it is interesting to see all, you know, that there were, there, there's some drama in this as far mm-hmm. as some of the struggles that these Imagineers had to go through, you know, for various different reasons, whether right. it be budget constraints, uh, you know, just, you know, trying to, to do things with attractions that maybe they couldn't accomplish right away. Right. Um, you know, how to develop things that they want then when it's just an idea, how to make it into something that is functional that, that, right. that uh, the guests would really enjoy. And, you know, uh, just a fascinating peek into that. And I hope that they eventually uh, can expand it. I don't know if they can, you know, but I would love to see eventually at some point, uh, Adele, the second season of the Imagineering story right. to see more about what's going on. Because I think there's so much, even, you know, they they, they delved into a lot in season one. Mm-hmm. I think there's plenty more to, to be looked at. Right. Well, a couple things on that. Um, you know, first of all, that um, it was great. I think Marty Sklar was one of the originators to the concept of, hey, we need to, to capture the, the history of this organization, you know, before too long because the people who could really be involved firsthand knowledge would no longer be around. Um, so that was, I thought, awesome that they, they, he had that insight to mm-hmm. really, you know, push this project through and that it ended up being even broader than what they originally planned for. Mm-hmm. So that was awesome. Uh, when we were on our Panama Canal cruise, I mean, we, they were doing filming. So I do think they were planning to do something more related to the Disney cruise industry as well so you know uh your wish may be granted down the road because it 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 did seem like they were trying to um capture some of that now i don't know with the pandemic if some plans that they were going to do for the future would also have been put on hold but i also i actually think that it'd be fascinating to to see because there's been a lot of interesting things that have gone on right. over the last year, um, you know, and the discussions of what continues to be constructed, what do we put a, mm-hmm. a, a pause in, what do we just, you know, say we're not going to do anything on it right now because right. of the situation that we're in, that Disney's in. Right. And um, so I think it would be a really fascinating behind the scenes eventually at some point once we get clear of this right. uh, to, to look and see back at um, what the struggles Disney had. Sure, you know? sure. So anyways... And then my 3B uh, is Star Wars Clone Wars, the final season. Ah, you stole my number one. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm about to steal your number one, too. So it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, it, it obviously... Um, We've loved watching the Clone Wars. Anyways, um, this last, the final season, though, I think they bumped up their, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Their, Especially at the end. The last right, uh, three, four right. episodes just ramped it up completely. Yeah, riveting, um, you know, at the edge of your seat watching what's going to happen and, you know, the emotions that you... you at least for me, I just really got into it. Mm-hmm. Like I was like feeling what they were going oh, through. It brought me to tears many times. Right. Well, right. not well, that that surprised that, yeah, anybody, <laughs> but yeah. many times. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it, it was really, really, uh, I thought so well done. And um, I, I felt like, I don't know if it was just because it was going to be the final season or if it was because it was going to be in a, a Disney plus original, but it really seemed like they put so much attention into it and put a lot of thought to make this e- even skyrocket above 
some of the other episodes that they had. Yeah. Um, well, we, you know, when they announced it back at Comic-Con, and I want to say it was uh, it was back in 2018, because mm-hmm. it was when we had already started the show at that point. So uh, they, they announced it at Comic-Con. I was in tears when they announced it, because <laughs> I love the Clone Wars so very much. Right. I think it's wonderful Disney storytelling. It brings the prequels so much more. It brings so much more depth to the prequels. Sure. You, you respect them more, because you the, the, it brings more depth to many of the characters. Right. If you want to hear... Uh, Myself talk about it, and especially Rob LeBerry talk about it. We do it just about every episode on the Jedi Temple Archives podcast because we love the Clone Wars that much. And then for season seven to come around, be announced, and then come around, and you could tell Filoni just laid it out on the table. He wanted to tell the story. Um, It it just had so many fantastic episodes and so many great character moments. You look at, uh, you know, and this is going to be some spoilers for it if you haven't watched it yet, so you may Mm want to bump this ahead by a minute or so. But uh, the Ahsoka Tan and Maul duel um, was one of the best lightsaber duels in any Star Wars movie, animated series, anything, anywhere, anytime. Right. Just the relationship that they, Mm -hmm. you know, enemies, frenemies, Mm -hmm. you know, having to kind of decide where are they going to help each other for each other's benefit and the challenges with that and where do you trust the other person and it was like I said that to me was so amazing to see yep battle of light and dark uh, right. completely Star Wars in so many regards in that uh, order 66 from a, a different point of view right. um, was as fascinating and you know just uh, it, it just it ramps up and it's so good at the finish and um, I'm sorry to see it go unfortunately mm-hmm. but looks like we may have some more stories yet to come from some of the characters that are involved with that hoping rumors are out there but right. uh, it was just so well done and, and Filoni, we've said speaking of the Mandalorian Filoni is telling some of the best stories in right. Star Wars right now him along with John Favreau, Favreau. of mm-hmm. course uh, but uh, and that was part of it as well and I, I'm actually looking back to go and watching uh, the Clone Wars entirety mm-hmm. again. Um, I know Frank uh, Cardillo was just talking about he'd finally watched uh, Rebels all the way through, finished wow. that. It's another one we started again just before Mandalorian mm-hmm. started up that we're looking forward to watching again because both those animated series, if you've just watched the Star Wars movies and you're a Star Wars fan, um, go check out the animated series because right. they're all so very good. So. Wouldn't it be fun to like binge watch everything Star Wars, like all the different things in order? Mm. You know, so to include like uh, the prequels, uh, like you talked about Rebels, Resistance. Um, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to watch them anyway, it's so just, I might as well my, put you know, them really in see from kind of what, what's out there already start to finish, right. you know, and you throw in, you know, obviously like Rogue One, Solo Story, mm-hmm. Mandalorian. I mean, yeah. yeah. And it continues. And it continues. So much great stuff out there. Yep. And we have more stuff coming, which we'll talk about uh, later on as we look forward to what's happening with Disney Plus as well. So uh, that was your number three, A and three B, and my number one. Ah. So let's get to my number three. three. This is where I steal Michelle's number one. My number three is Phineas and Ferb, the Ah. movie, Candace Against the Universe. (laughs) Got you back. I know. (laughs) Good deal. Uh, I'm sure Michelle have more to say about this as well, but it just was a fantastic to revisit uh, all those characters that we love so very much. Story was great. The music, as we expect right. from Phineas and Ferb, was outstanding. It was just so well done. Also, we found out this week that it was the second highest streamed 
film on Disney Plus yes. of the year <laughs> and the fifth highest streamed movie on all streaming service nice. to this point Yay. of the year. How about that for Phineas and Ferb yeah. you know, in this movie? That's that's pretty incredible. So um, that's what I'll say about it. I'm sure Michelle has a lot more to say about it because she loves <laughs> Phineas and Ferb even more than I do. Well, obviously, there's a lot of reasons, you know, to place this on, on the list, um, you know, and one of the things when you're looking to see a movie that's being made, you know, especially with animated characters years after, you know, the last episode, you wonder, is it going to have the same feel? Is it going to, you know, just look and sound really different? You know, love the other original. So is this going to be a little bit of a disappointment? And they did not miss a beat. I mean, they, I mean, uh, aside from having Ferb, the original Ferb, who spoke very little anyways, um, you know, they did, they did have the original cast. Uh, like you said, the, the, the music, the comedy, um, everything's really just felt very fluid from the, from the original series and the original movies. And it just felt like it, it just was the very next day kind of thing. Right. And, you know, that's just in in that part of it. And then, you know, it's a great story, a different perspective from what they had in be, it before where now, you know, the brothers are having to rescue Candace um, and just so much heart to it. Mm -hmm. So much, you know, um, thought of how does a family interact and, and the quirkiness of, of any family. And it just really, it, it, you know, it expounded on the love and the joy, but that it's sometimes hard to see those things mm -hmm. at first and, and, and how it comes to you. And it was a movie that brought tears to my eyes, even rewatching it, mm -hmm. you know, and it just really hit on all bases of what makes a movie great yeah it made us smile we sung we laughed right we cried definitely uh it was it's a it's a great movie if you haven't watched it um you know go check out Phineas and Ferb it's I mean I think you could watch it without watching Phineas and Ferb right. but I do think that you knowing a little bit about the characters because they you kind of need to know them a right. little bit it builds on right. some of that um definitely check it out it's great it's great yeah so, thank you so that's Michelle's number one my number three <laughs> um we've already gone through my number two and my, my number one and Michelle's number, number two yeah my number two was the magic of the Disney so we, we were completed. We're done. We're done. Done. <laughs> done. But we we're finished out. on Phineas and Ferb. We're Yay! Out. We're out. So in a way, we did get your number one. Um, so that's good. So uh, that's great. Yeah. No, I, I, I kind of figured we would tie in on a lot of these right. shows, you know, that we because we watch most of these things together. Right. Let's be honest. Exactly. So of course we're going to like a lot of the same right. stuff. So uh, we did get some input from some listeners on the stuff that they've liked uh, the most. Oh, in cool. Want to hear some of those yeah. and some honorable mentions too? Yeah. So let's go through them first and see if they take off some of the uh, honorable mentions. Yes. So we don't have to name them. So I'm going to start with uh, somebody who subscribes to the newsletter and that is Scott in Minnesota. He sent us an email and nice. he often uh, chimes in on uh, our topics. He said, hey, Tom and Michelle, can you believe Disney Plus has only been around for a year? I know. Well, this year <laughs> right. has been a little longer year than most normal years. Exactly. Uh, he says, so much great content. My top five favorite shows on Disney Plus are 5A, The Mandalorian. Yes. 5B, The Mandalorian. 
<laughs> I love how he does a 5A and 5B because right. Hyperion Adventures podcast. Right. Four, The Mandalorian. Three, The Mandalorian. Two, The Mandalorian. One, The Mandalorian. I love that list. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, but seriously, he said, having so much Star Wars content in one place is awesome. When Disney Plus first launched with all the classic content, I had to watch Tron, which we've watched right. as well. The Black Hole, which I don't know if you've watched. It's a, no. Yeah, it's, it's, so, it's so funny and it's weird. I mean, I remember watching it as a kid and it was okay with it, you know, but right. you look back and you're like, Ooh. they were trying, they something. were trying something. That's for sure. Um, I hadn't seen them in decades. He goes on to say, I hadn't seen them in decades. My wife was excited to show our daughter, Chitty, Chitty, Bang, Bang. Nice. You know, you've yep, watched yep. that several times. Uh, then we got into some of the documentaries. The Imagineering story is so cool. Mm-hmm. I was surprised at how much, uh, how fascinating jo- Jeff Goldblum's show is. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Brain Games is also really interesting, but I haven't been able to make it through eight seasons of it. And who doesn't love the making of Frozen too? <laughs> Hashtag real mind love Frozen, right, Tom? <laughs> really, I could list the entire catalog as my favorite, but I think I'll cut it off here. Love your program, Aww. don't you know, Scott in Minnesota. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. Great list. That's awesome. Yeah. Another uh, person who subscribes to the newsletter hit us up on Facebook, Doug Stevenson. Uh, he said, Imagineering is, of course, number mm-hmm. one in the Imagineering story. Uh-huh. High School Musical, the musical, the series was surprisingly <laughs> good for season one. That was in my honorable mention. I was surprised nearly it didn't made, make it on your list. Nearly made my list. Uh-huh. And The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. So, yes, Doug, thank you very much. Uh, Tony the Disney Dad chimed oh, in uh, on Twitter. You can find him at Disney underscore underscore easy for me to say discuss uh no easy for me to say is not part of it it's just at disney underscore discuss <laughs> try it again one take two it's good enough uh, <laughs> he says my favorite moment from the past year at disney plus is getting a job and working for them yes oh, Tony, wow, that's again, true. Yes. congratulated before but congratulations hope that job is doing uh, everything and I know it's been a dream of yours to work with Disney. I'm sure yes. Disney Plus is fantastic, and unfortunately, it's why he's not doing the Disney Discussions podcast right. anymore with his sons, uh, Sparrow and Stitch. And I still hold out small amount of hope that someday uh, that will return. But either way, we're so happy that you have your dream job. Yeah, it's so cool. Uh, he goes on to say, obviously, the Mandalorian and the Imagineering story were amazing. I love the making of docu series for Man uh, for Mando and Frozen mm-hmm. Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole family loved watching Be Our Chef. And the big fib together. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, we yeah. haven't checked those out, but that sounds cool. Uh, finally, one more from the subscriber to the newsletter. So a lot of newsletter input this Yay. week. Uh, this time, I think this is the first time this person has actually chimed in on this, and they sent us an email. Mm-hmm. This is from Sarah mm-hmm. Grace Kaiser. Right. She said, hi, Tom and Michelle. My favorite show to watch on Disney Plus currently would have to be The Mandalorian yeah. <laughs> and the High School Musical series. High School Musical, the musical, the series. Right. Yes. Uh, she asked them, what are our favorites? Well, we already told you. Yeah. So, Sarah, <laughs> I hope you know. <laughs> She said, let me know. She said, you guys are so entertaining to listen to. Thank you, Sarah. That's really kind of you. Thank you for making an amazing show week after week. And she also goes on to say, how is your son Scott doing? Well, he's doing great. He's enjoying watching many of these shows we've talked about with us and uh, just enjoying our time together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's been happy to be home with us. So. And if, you, if there's something on Disney Plus that he's really fallen in love with, well, he fell in love with it before it came on Disney Plus. But since it hit Disney Plus, uh, Hamilton, he is a huge yes. Hamilton fan now. Like we put that on and he'll be dancing around right, in the living room, right. which I posted some videos 
uh, you know, in social media before uh, yeah, of doing it. It's so, impressive and uh, fun to watch. So cool. So thank you, Sarah. She said, oh, she wanted to say your friend, Sarah Grace Kaiser from Alabama. So nice. Yeah, thank, thank you. Yeah, I saw that email and I was that was so sweet. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah. That's really nice for your time. And we hope you give us more input in the future. I really right. appreciate it. So uh, let's get on to a few honorable mentions. Do you have a few left that uh, haven't been uh, gone over? Yet? Um, the only, Some of them have been mentioned. Uh, the other ones that I had as honorable mentions was Howard. Uh-huh. The I have that. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and uh, the story of Howard Ashman. If you haven't seen that, definitely check that right. out. Right, it's really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Forky asks a question. Yeah, that was on my list too. So, and but, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, that's what I was gonna say. Those are the ones, other than what other people have mentioned. Right. So. Right. What about you? Um, I, you know, the ones that have already been mentioned. Uh, Encore hasn't been mentioned yet. I mm-hmm. loved Encore. I think that's a really interesting. You know, look into some people getting back together. And I, I love musical theater. And so it's kind of, right. I, I think it's kind of funny to watch, you know, musical theater groups that back in high school getting sure. back together and redoing some of these, uh, you know, shows some 10, 20 years later. You know, right. it's really fun. Uh, the Right Stuff, which we've been watching mm-hmm. recently, have really been enjoying that as well. And I think that's it. Everything else that we've named High School Musical, the musical, the series, right. which Michelle has only watched the first episode of, and I keep trying to convince her to watch more <laughs> of it. You guys, hit her up. Let her know. She's got to watch it because it's great. And I'm looking forward to watching it again. I'm looking forward to season two when that comes out. So speaking of that, let's look forward to season two. All right. So I guess Michelle has a list here. So let's start this off of Michelle's list. It's, I just have a list of things that are coming up. But Michelle apparently broke down some. Uh, did you do it as a five favorites? Yeah, I did or? a five favorites of um, what I'm looking forward to. And and I really narrowed it down to things that are um, pretty sure that they actually have a date mm-hmm. set or it will be, you know, it's been pretty definite that it's going to be early 2021. Cool. So Yeah. So let's go through her list and then I'll add on anything that at, I may have randomly here if we need be. But we're looking forward to I think season two is going to be fantastic as well mm-hmm. for uh, Disney Plus. So let's right. go. Okay. So um, the one that my number five is The Real Right Stuff which is coming out on November 20th. And that's going to include some actual footage Mm -hmm. and uh, audio, you know, historical audio and and footage that happened. So that's why they're dubbing it the real right stuff. Um, They're actually including some things that have never been shown before. And the, the thing that, you know, the cherry on top of this is the soundtrack is by Hans Zimmer. Oh, very good. So yeah. it, it's some of our favorite soundtracks. Right. Sure, yeah. Exactly. So it, it sounds like it's going to have a lot of very interesting things. Um, it seems like some of the footage that hasn't been shared before or audio that hasn't been shared before also are some of the, you know, near misses kind of events that took place uh, that they didn't want to really, I guess, highlight. And so it's going to be intriguing, very I think, cool. to kind of hear some of that. Yeah. And I'm all about the space. Pro- I love all the shows mm-hmm. about the space program. I've been there way since I was a kid right. still will watch all these documentaries and you know series talking about the space program love them all definitely so looking forward to that for sure all right uh number four is soul which is coming out yes. on Christmas yes um you know from the moment we saw it, it introduced at d23 at the expo um and things trailers that we've seen now it, it looks like it's going to be a, another great hit it's getting great reviews too from the people who have already seen awesome. it at some of the uh the film festivals that they've already uh, shown it at. So that's great. Right. 
Um, and number three that is projected to come out in spring of 2021 is Loki. Yes. Hello. Yes. <laughs> Haven't heard much about it as far as the filming and everything yet, but um, I think this is very much going to be the year of Marvel. I mean, right. You get a little bit more into mm-hmm. this. Uh, for the, you know, last year was you know, a lot of different stuff. And of course the year of the Mandalorian and it continuing into this second season of it. But I think that there's going to be a ton of Marvel interesting stuff that's going to come out over year two of Disney plus. Right. Right. And like you said, like even different, like whether it's new animated things that are coming Mm -hmm. up. I mean, I know some have already come out, um, but yeah, I, I agree. And kind of that leads into my number two looking forward to is WandaVision. Yeah, Hello. That's coming out. <laughs> Gosh, it could, it could be any week now. They haven't, they haven't yes. announced a specific date, but we know it was on the, you know, it, the promo for what's coming up at this year. Right. So it's got to be somewhere in the next month and a half, right? Yes. So looking forward to finding out when that comes out for sure. Exactly. And my number one looking forward to... The Lego Star Wars Holiday Special! Yay! Yay! November 17th coming out. Yep. And that looks so fun. I, you know, Anytime you can put Legos and Star Wars together, you got me, whether it's a, oh, yeah. a show, a, you know, the shorts, a game. Um, yeah, I'm all over it. I love it because it looks like they're going to poke fun at the original. Holidays. Hard to watch right, Star holiday Wars special. holiday special, <laughs> but at the same time, have some fun with new some of the more mm-hmm. modern characters, right. some of the newer characters, and uh, tell a different story at the same time. And I, it, you know, it just looks fun as all the Lego stuff. Right, is. exactly. Uh, so yeah, very excited for it as well. Yeah. So those were my five top five things. Like I said, with with you know, I mean, there's some other things that have been talked about mm-hmm. that probably would have made the top five list, but I think because it's still a, a to be determined kind of if or when, then I didn't include them. Right. I get it. So a couple of other things that I'm, uh, know are coming that I'm looking forward to that mm-hmm. you didn't list. It's a great list, by the way, Michelle, Thank all you. the list, all <laughs> the best list, uh, the Falcon and the winter soldier, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. which we know has been filming and they should be pretty close. If not, ready to go with that at some point right. next year. I'm very excited for that one. What if, which I don't mm-hmm. think you, you was on for, unfortunately that was the day with poor, awful, <laughs> poor Michelle, poor, awful day where she had food poisoning and she couldn't attend the Disney couldn't get plus, out of bed. Yeah. Um, portion of the, of the D 23 expo. Mm-hmm. Um, they showed a little clip from what if, which mm-hmm. is an animated series that's going to look at what if, something different happened along the timeline. It's right. alternate timelines within the Marvel universe. And they're going to, and they, they got the voices of all the people that played these characters cool. within yeah. the films and whatever. It looks great. I'm all about alternative timelines just for fun. And so that's what the, what if is about? What if, uh, you know, um, what if, um, what can I think of her name? Agent Carter, mm-hmm. Peggy Carter. Uh, what if she was actually Captain America or she had gotten the mm. super soldier right. serum, you know, and right. that, that's just one of them. But there's a lot of other ones of, that are out there that right. it's going to be fascinating to delve into and be interesting. Right. I know that you when you were telling me about it, I, at first I was like, I wondered if it was going to end up being kind of like Once Upon a Time, which I did enjoy, but there were some it seemed to be heavily dark in some of the characters that we love turning to be really evil. And and they did have some, like they had the evil queen end up being good. Right. Um, but I, I was concerned it was going to be something like that. And, but as you described more what they were 
doing with it, it sounded more like, yeah, that's very intriguing or, and I'm using that word a lot in this episode. Cause Sorry. they are very intriguing. It's you know, I, I need to come up with more vocabulary, but <laughs> you become a walking thesaurus. I know. <laughs> um, but you know, How dare you call me a thesaurus. <laughs> I know I thought about that. <laughs> I was also thinking about the the new episode of Mandalorian, which I won't give anything away, but maybe I need some some assistance with verbiage. <laughs> <laughs> this they do go there. Yep. Um, but anyways, I digress. So it does sound like it's gonna be a lot of fun that it, it really seems more creative in kind of having different roles. Yeah. I uh, and I, I think they're going to be self-contained episodes. It's not going to be a continuing mm-hmm. storyline or anything. It's just going to be every week or every time an episode drops. It's mm-hmm. uh, what if this happened? Right. You know, it's just a, a glimpse at a different timeline that happened. Uh, the Cassian Andor series, which we're still, yes. I don't know how much they're into the development of that yet, but looking forward to that very much. And so hopefully that drops sometime next year. Don't know for sure or not. Kenobi, I've heard they're going to start filming in March. I don't think that's going to end up dropping until 2022, mm-hmm. but... I'm excited for it. And I'm right. excited to hearing what's what's going to be going on with that. Uh, Monsters at Work, mm-hmm. um, which is the animated series based on Monsters, Inc. Right. And, um, that looked when some of the stuff, again, I, unfortunately, Michelle couldn't have been there for that. <laughs> some of the stuff we saw uh, at the D23 Expo on that looked kind of cool. So yeah. um, that's, I think, most of the stuff uh, that you didn't name that uh, I'm looking forward right. to coming up in year two. Yay! Can't wait. Yeah. yeah. So I have a question. If uh, if you were going to be trying out for something, what what would you think you're go- you would be able to get a part in? Um, oh, I would hope it's Kenobi. <laughs> Actually, that's where I would have pegged you too. <laughs> you know me and Obi Wan. I love Obi Wan Kenobi, so I yes. would love to be part. When and you when, look great dressing up as uh, Obi Wan for when, sure. When that I had for in, in, going back, and some of you may have not listened to those episodes back a year ago. Um, when that news and Michelle would have laughed because <laughs> she would have been there. She would have when. I had forgotten that there were rumors that that was going to happen. And, you know, they had wrapped up a lot of the talking about the new Star Wars series, mm-hmm. the Mandalorian, the Cassian Andor series, all that stuff at the Disney Plus. Um, uh, yeah, Expo. Uh, or well, no. D23 pres- Expo, the Disney Plus. Presentation. Presentation. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um Anyway, I had forgotten. They're like, oh, one more thing. And then Ewan McGregor walked out on stage. Mm-hmm. And I, at that moment, I remembered and I was a puddle. <laughs> I was a puddle. I couldn't believe it, you know. And then he announced, "Yes, we are doing this." And, right. and I, I just, I was so excited. So I am so excited for that. So, what about you? What would you see yourself in? Um. Well, I, I actually think, um, if they needed a stand-in, uh, in the Mandalorian, I could be, um, what's her name, Peli, Pelimato, Pelimato, yeah. yeah. <laughs> little bit of grit, a little bit of motherly love kind of thing. You love her too. You <laughs> She's love, hilarious. Yeah. She's great. Uh, she has an excellent character. I like that sure. she can also play uh, poker. Or so. Sabacc. Yes, but I well, mean. Poker. Poker, Sabacc. yeah. I mean, I Star guess a, a betting game kind right. of thing. Um, but yeah. And so can Michelle, by the way. <laughs> you do not want to sit across a poker table with Michelle. Because you see this little cute package here? Everybody falls for that. Everybody, she smiles at you and laughs as she takes your money. Just so you know, I've had some lucky games. No, from time you were good. You were really good, and, and everybody underestimates you, which makes you that much more ready to just rip their hearts out. It's great. Oh, funny, funny. Um, I could see both of us doing Wandavision. I think yeah. um, 
the type of characters that those two could play, I think we could pull those off for right. sure. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. I'm so excited for WandaVision. Yeah, I can't wait to see hear when that's coming out. We should be getting an announcement that on that very soon. I think so. I'm looking forward to that. So. Anything else on that? Dis- I last couple years of Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's about it. I mean, we could go on and on. There's just so much mm-hmm. great things that have so been many- on there. There's, you know, the the historical content up there of you know the, the catalog of movies mm-hmm. that came out. I love how um, they continue to add things that they didn't just flood everything with all of their content that they've rolled it out. Um, I think that's been a lot of fun. It, the ease of being able to do searches. I love how um, even like one of the, I think has been one of the most uh, easy to use collection is Disney through the decades. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when whether it's been looking things up or, you know, for, for some of our episodes or whatever, or just like, hey, I want to, I want to see something, you know, where was the company doing movies back in the 60s or whatever. Yeah. And it's kind of fun doing it that way. Um, and, you know, so I, I think if you're obviously, if you're just looking at the, you know, the homepage, you might forget or miss something. So that I do think going back to some of the searches really helps remind you of some, whether it's new content that is maybe not as famous as the Mandalorian. Some of the things that like we heard about with, um, the three caballeros Mm -hmm. and some of the continuations of some of those kind of characters. Um, and I think those are all wonderful in, shouldn't be missed yeah definitely uh there's lots of stuff out there by the way if you Mm -hmm. just look at the you know front page or even some of the side pages for the Mm -hmm. different uh, categories uh there's still plenty of stuff in there that you it doesn't show up right away so do searches for things and you never know what you might come up with Mm -hmm. that that you've never seen before and you might enjoy exactly so i I just they don't take things away because there might be things that if there's something you love, download it because they, they said, or at least early on, that, that if you've downloaded it, they won't, you know, they'll still be there for you. So nice, okay. um, do that. I'll I, make I, my list for you. Don't hold me to that because <laughs> I don't know if they'll stick with that. But originally, that's what they said was going to happen that, you know, if they, they, they haven't really taken, as far as I know, they haven't taken anything away. But mm-hmm. if they do, um, download it first and then you, hopefully you won't have to worry about it. Exactly. Yeah, so so, so uh, that's it for our look back at year one of Disney Plus and our look ahead. Uh, we'd love to know still, if you, and we appreciate all the listener input we right. got if there's some other things that you enjoyed watching in uh, year one of Disney Plus or are looking forward to in year two please hit us up and we'll share them on an upcoming show I still can't believe uh, one year of Disney Plus. Where would we be without Disney Plus in this bizarre year that we've been in? But thank goodness it's been there for us. We've got so much great joy out of Disney Plus. So happy birthday, Disney Plus. Yay. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, where would we have been this year? It would have been a tough year. It was. It is a tough year. Yeah. Would have been tougher. Right. Exactly. So uh, let's quickly get to the Disney stories of the week. I don't have much for you. There's some some other thing going on. So (laughs) there wasn't really much breaking this week, but I do have one story for you. And that is we now know when you'll have the chance to do a little holiday shopping and dining at the Disney California Adventure Park. Right. This from the Disney Parks blog. Uh, They say, we're excited to share that Buena Vista Street opens on November 19th. 
15th, extending the downtown Disney district at the Disneyland Resort with more Disney shopping and dining experiences. Discover new returning favorite menu items, plus holiday gifts and apparel. And stay tuned for more holiday happenings. That's interesting. Yes. Interesting as it is. Uh, There is one more thing on this that wasn't announced earlier. That's interesting that uh, I found out about is going through this message. So, yeah, can't wait. So. Here's what a peek at what you can expect uh, beginning on November 19th. Uh, Karth, Karth, we've talked about this already. Mm-hmm. Karth A Circle Restaurant is introducing Karth A Circle Lounge Alfresco Dining. Nice. So kind of more outdoor right. type of thing, kind of extending the lounge out. A new outdoor dining environment and menu featuring Mediterranean California light fare with small plates that can be shared or enjoyed separately at the Carthay Circle Lounge. Uh, the seasonal menu created by chefs Andrew Sutton and Alex Flores will feature the Carthay shrimp roll, harissa mm. roasted lamb, soy glazed salmon, lemon crusted fish of the day, and an artisan cheese board. We love their cheese board. Yes. Their cheese board is really good there. Uh, kids will find menu options uh, just for them, including, uh, I've never been able to say this pasta right. Um, okay. Or, or a kete or a or kiete pasta. I know that's completely wrong. So <laughs> it's funny, you know. How and do you I'm, spell it? O R E C C H E I E T T E. Yeah. Yeah. Now you can understand why yes. I have problems with that pasta. Never been able to say it right. I've used it many times, but <laughs> always struggle with it. Anyway, uh, that pasta with marinara. <laughs> And orange dragon chicken skewers. Um, you can also, they say you can relax and step back in time at this uh, throwback venue that boasts distinct attention to detail, unwind with flavorful international fare, and a glass of wine, craft beer, or a cool cocktail. They have great cocktails they there. Uh, enjoying expanded outdoor seating and amazing views of Buena Vista Street. So that's really cool. And I wish that we were getting cool. up there to go check that out. I know, I know. Two days after the, watching the Lego Star Wars holiday special. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, I I I think I could see how they could make that happen because when they've done, you know, like the um parades and you can have the dining package, they do have the table set up outside mm-hmm. there, so they already they already have that venue kind of already easy to make right. into an alfresco or, you know, outdoor dining. So, um I think that's awesome. And I know, you know, everybody here in Southern Cal, especially, is really dying to get more and more of downtown Disney. And I know that's not part of downtown Disney. That's actually California Adventure Park. Um, so having more experiences to, to be able to enjoy Disney. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm excited about it. I, I don't know. I probably aren't. We're not going to be able to get up there for it. At least not. not don't see it right now. But mm. uh, it's great news. So uh, some other things that came out in the story. Uh, on another corner, you can stop by Fiddler, Pfeiffer, and Practical mm-hmm. Cafe for a yummy hot chocolate and a cranberry orange scone. That mm-hmm. sounds delicious. Or place your mobile order for, and this was the one that I had not heard was going to be open before, but it came out in the story. Corn dogs or soft drinks at award wieners. Woo! Yeah, so they're kind of going down the other branch. We yes. already heard that Smoke Jumpers Grill is right. open, kind of down just the other way, down halfway down that street, mm-hmm. kind of in the Hollywood Land area there. Uh, that's going to be open as well. So right. that's kind of cool. Uh, you also, of course, we know you can go to Smoke Jumpers Grill, serving mm-hmm. bacon, cheeseburger, chicken tender, chicken tenders, onion rings, waffle fries, kids' meals, and vanilla and chocolate shakes. So right. that's good. And we've said that's, you know, kind of an underrated mm-hmm. place that a lot of people don't think about. They already had outdoor dining set up there. So um, 
I think it's a great fit. Yeah. I'm looking forward to eventually getting there. Right. If you just want a good burger, mm-hmm. uh, some onion rings, it's a good place to go. Yes. Uh, finally, along Buena Vista Street, Disney Magic brings a nostalgic throwback to the 1920s and the 30s. The boulevard depicts a typical Los Angeles neighborhood where a young Walt Disney lived and worked mm-hmm. after arriving in Southern California in 1923. This idyllic setting captures the quaint mom-and-pop shops. Mom-and-pop shops. <laughs> uh, very much quotations right. there. Mom-and-pop shops. Of the time and a big city department store including Elias and Company, Julius Katzenson, Kingswell Camera Shop, and Trolley Treats where you can find unique Disney Disney apparel and gifts. So if you want to do a little holiday shopping, right. there you go. Some spots for you right yeah, there. Those are fun shops we've gone through. And, and you know, like they're talking about, you, they have the statue there of young Walt, mm-hmm. you know, when he first arrived to uh, to Cal- Southern California mm-hmm. and everything. So um, I think, yeah, it's just going to be great to be able to experience a little bit more, you know, feel like you're getting there, you're making progress. Uh, I think also be kind of tug at your heart kind of thing that you can't go into other things, but um, we'll at least you can get a touch of it. Yeah. And I'm wondering the fact that they announced and there, there's some other things upcoming, you know, um, Knott's Berry Farm, who's not that far mm-hmm. away, is is doing kind of a food festival right. type thing. I'm wondering if eventually, as they see how this goes, sure. if as we move into the holidays, there may be like a small festival of the holidays, right? Or where right. they extend it a little farther. Yeah, they you could know? go out there because they could still not ha- be necessarily have attractions mm-hmm. open and just kind right. of go past that. Haven't heard anything about that. Don't know. It's just speculation purely mm-hmm. on our part, but uh, it wouldn't shock me if right. something like that uh, were to happen and where it would open up, were to be announced within the next week right, or so. Right, right. So. so that's it for the Disney stories of the week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And when we do this, well, we always start with <laughs> Michelle Bin because she's wonderful, fantastic. She does great research. She does wonderful lists, and she always has the very best tip. So let's get right to it. Here's Michelle's tip of the week. What do you say, Baby Yoda? Ah. <laughs> okay. He's happy his mom He's is shopping. <laughs> Maybe he needs to get ready for a nap, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, first of all, thank you. You're very kind. and Whoa. You heard the nap word. You're yeah. Like, oh, taking a nap. <laughs> so um, if you're a Disney um, Visa card holder, you know, you probably have heard that right now the character meet and greets. Wow. I can't wait till this. The child is really getting excited. Child, yeah. yeah. Um, the meet, meet and greets at, you know, Walt Disney World are currently unable to be done. Um, but they, they've actually provided an alternative benefit that I thought was really cute. Speaking of really cute. <laughs> I'm looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they, at Epcot, uh, which is uh, the spot is right near Figment. Um, what's it called? Journey to the Imagination with Figment. Uh-huh. Um, they have a station there. And that's where you used to go and be uh-huh. able to um, meet a character and get some pictures uh-huh. and everything. So you can still go there and have a photo op and they'll digitally add characters ah. for you on that regards. And that's daily from one to seven okay. uh, PM. And similarly over at Disney Hollywood studios, you know, you used to be able to go meet some star Wars uh, characters. So they, they also have something very similar uh, at the, um, the launch bay mm. by uh, animation courtyard. And again, you can go get, get some, 
pictures taken and they will digitally impose some uh, Star Wars characters. So it's not the same as getting to meet the characters, but you can still, get you know, touch get magic. a little touch of, touch of magic with your Disney Visa card if you have that and you've been missing out. Um, know that they, you know, they are trying to provide you some uh, additional benefit. Yeah, so. like since, uh, you know, that was something you looked forward to right. when you had the, uh, I believe it's Chase, the Disney Chase mm-hmm. Visa, um, is those, you know, little perks of being able to meet those characters, right. special meet and greets, and the fact that they, there are no meet and greets right now. Um, yeah. It's, you know, it's not perfect, but it's it's, it's a decent alternative for right. sure. Uh, so the Star Wars one goes from 11 to 4 daily. So, you know, my tip is, you know, just take advantage of things, even if it's not exactly what we had. Um, it's still something that can be fun. You can still leave with uh, a memory of something. And we know, you know, we'll, we'll eventually get back to being able to actually meet the characters. But until then, it's still a fun thing to take part in. For sure. So Michelle's tips, <laughs> always the best tips. Uh, my tip this week, I'm going to talk a little bit about what's going on with Walt Disney World Resort during this time period that we're in right now mm-hmm. as well. And one of the things we love about Walt Disney World is that they have these wonderful cues for these attractions that are so amazing. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason why they've tricked out their uh, cues for their attractions so much is because, well, in Florida, the weather can be a little tricky. <laughs> you know, it can be either really hot and humid or it could be really rainy, right. or it could be both. both. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of times you're trying to get the guests as much as they can out in, you know, out of those elements right. and into these queues. And they, you know, since you're going to be spending more time inside and doing these things, they provide you much more interesting queues in general right. at the Walt Disney World Resort. However, during these crazy times we're living in now with physical distancing as a huge part of being in these parks. Well, a lot of times you're lining up for a long time before you actually reach right. those queues, which means you're going to be out in the elements more right. often. Uh, so, you know, I'm just going to remind you of that when you go out there to take that into account. Be sure before you leave your resort or your house or wherever you're coming from to, you know, look at the weather report for that day and mm-hmm. be sure you're dressed accordingly for it. Know what's going on. Is it going to be hot? Is it going to be humid? Is it going to be raining? Right. Is it going to be cold? We're actually getting into the time when it can be right. cold out there uh, coming up within the next few months. So check that out and then make sure you have the equipment for it. Uh, Bring an umbrella. Now, you know, you probably should be doing that anyways when you're Mm -hmm. at the Walt Disney World Resort. But especially during this time, even if it doesn't look like it's going to rain at all. Right. Or ponchos. Um, well, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that too. But I'm just talking about, yes, for rain, for sure, the umbrella. But even if you're standing out there in the sun, That's an umbrella true. can be very helpful to kind of give you some shade because they're not going to have those shady right. parts necessarily for you as you're lined up. But yeah, of course, for the rain, be sure and bring um, that. Bring a poncho if you have mm-hmm. it or a rain jacket or whatever. Make sure you have that with you. Sunscreen. You should be bringing sunscreen Mm -hmm. anyway, but you may need it even more if you're going to be standing out in the sun. Basically, just be prepared. Bring anything you might need if you think you might be standing outside for more than you normally would when you're visiting these attractions, which... Let's face it, now more than any time when you're if you're going to those parks, your trips are probably going to be more attraction heavy. There are fewer shows going on. Uh, there's no parades, right. there's no nighttime spectaculars. Dining is at a premium a little bit more right now. There's not as many options sure. available to you. So you're probably attraction heavy, so you may be waiting in these queues more often. Right. And uh, something to go along with that line that we've talked about in the past too, is having some things, some little activities that the Mm -hmm. kids can, you know, be entertained with as they wait, because it may seem 
much longer for them. Um, and you know, as you've always said, hydration. So Mm -hmm. having water there so that, you know, you can, uh, keep hydrated when you're out there in the elements. Just remember, Mask down, sip, mask right back up. Right. If you're going to be hydrating when you're in those queues, um, do that. And take your breaks during the day when you're not in there and find those places, those respite zones right. where you can take your mask off for a little bit. The kids can settle down for a little bit, get a little rest, get some water, get a little Thank snack and whatever. So uh, that's it for this week. And next week, well, we're going to be looking at some of the more, quote, bare bones Disney resorts. Yep. Uh, we'll be exploring the budget resorts. Uh, better yet, I think Michelle, and I think mostly Michelle, <laughs> uh, will be telling you how to get the most out of them. Again, it's going to be another great research uh, thing for Michelle to go through because she's so great with her research. <laughs> oh, thank you. We've both done the budget yeah, resorts. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. We both have enjoyed our time. And, you know, even though we, a lot of times now, especially with DVC, we do more mm-hmm. upscale stuff. Uh, we find the Disney budget resorts uh, to be a lot of fun and have some really good aspects to them. And um, again, both of us, but mostly Michelle, <laughs> are going to discuss a lot of that with, with you guys next week. And hopefully you, if you haven't stayed at a budget resort at Disney, Walt Disney World, you know, hopefully we can give you some pointers on that if you're thinking about it. And uh, if you all have some things you want to share, we'll be glad to present that and give you full credit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let us know what you, when you're staying at the budget resorts, what you like to do, how you like to use them, mm-hmm. and what's your favorite budget resort what, to stay at, True. you know, of, of those that are out there that exist. So uh, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there... You'll want to sign up for the newsletter. Please sign up for the newsletter. As you saw, we got lots of input this week mm-hmm. from people who have subscribed to the newsletter. It's just another way to kind of stay in our Hyperion period adventures world and just kind of get more info out there and um, we hope that you will sign up and and join along and again we do not clog your inbox with a lot of stuff it's just one newsletter every week and we also don't share that email address with anybody nope it's just for us to use so uh, also please follow us on social media we're on twitter at hyperion podcast facebook instagram and pinterest at hyperion adventures podcast check out our episodes on youtube as well if you want to find us there just do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe, and you'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to connect with us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Podcast at gmail.com. Right, and don't hesitate to give feedback, uh, whether it's through an email or better yet, a, a review or rating. We certainly appreciate your feedback because we want to make this an enjoyable podcast for all of you. Yes. Uh, and if you give us a review, we will, just like we did, I think it was last week, mm-hmm. uh, we will read it on the air. And also, uh, when we get to our Hyperion Adventures uh, Disney Hall of Fame final ballot, uh, looking for that gift basket, those that have given us a review that also vote on there will have an extra chance to win. Yeah. So if you haven't given us a review yet, you may want to do that if you're looking to win some of this stuff. And we'll talk about more about that as we progress. Exactly. But, That's it for this week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.